Valley Conference Tournament Girls Basketball. And the opening tip is brought to you by Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. Jade Roth of Farmington wins the tip for the night. They'll attack the basket to our left. John Boyd, Boyd and Associates, has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Farmington's got it at the top of the key. We'll bring you their starting lineup brought to you by Shelter Insurance in just a moment. Anna McKinney probes on the left side, kicks it to the opposite wing. Skyler Sweeney is there for three. It doesn't go, and the rebound is grabbed by Chloe Staffin. Starting lineup is brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents, we're your shield. We're your shelter. And to bring you the starting lineups, it's our own Jared Pettis. St. Genevieve, they are the lower seed, the seven. They go with a 5'4", sophomore, Sadie Griminger. Then you're looking at a junior at 5'7", Kiki Asher. Then three sophomores, 5'10", Bry Apt. Sophomore, it's 5'6", Caden Huck. And a Chloe Staffan is a 5'6", sophomore. That's Bree Apt. And for Farmington, they go with a senior heavy lineup. The seniors, Anna McKinney, Jade Roth, Skylar Sweeney, and Grace Duncan. And a sophomore in Madison Mills. And there's a turnover, the first on St. Genevieve. Bree Apt, double dribbles, turns it over. Farmington takes over. Still no scores. 7-15 left to go in the first quarter as McKinney gets the inbound for Farmington. Starting lineup brought to you by J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency, 63 East School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Grace Duncan takes it to the rack. Her layup misses. And St. Genevieve with the basketball. They outlet it to Apt, but she wasn't looking at first. Still comes away with the basketball. Good ball movement all around from St. Genevieve. One dribble shot at the rim. Blocked. Jade Roth with the denial. She has it poked away from her. And out of bounds into the bench of the Farmington Knights. We're going to get a foul against St. Genevieve as well. They call Kiki Asher with the foul. Her first and the first of the evening for either team. 6.45 to play in the first quarter. Farmington with the ball again. Still searching for our first points as we got a wing three. Madison Mills shot doesn't go. There's Jade Roth to clean it up. Excuse me, it was Sweeney who laid it in on the low block. Outlet pass, tip, still makes its way to Kiki Asher. Farmington up 2-0, and they'll steal it away from St. Genevieve. An outlet to Grace Duncan. Duncan feeds Sweeney in the low block. From about two feet further out this time, her jump shot rolls across the rim. Mills has the offensive rebound, gets it to McKinney, top of the key. Now to Sweeney, wing far side. Lob to the post. Roth is there, lays it in, and the foul. Jade Roth got good offensive positioning against her defender. And they just lobbed it into the paint for her for the easy two, even with the foul. It's Chloe Staffen who gets called. Her first team seconds. And our first free throw of the game comes for Jade Roth on the back end of an and one. That's the perfect style of posting up that a player can do. And Jade Roth was the recipient of those two points, but missed on the free throw. Mineral area, or excuse me, complete vision care, bringing you free throws all season long. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient. A shot from the wing, rims out, tip rebound to Grace Duncan. She comes down with it. She works up the court in transition, drops it off for Roth down low, and we got an offensive foul on Duncan prior to the shot from Roth, who was wide open on the low block. A good play by Grace Duncan to get rid of the ball. Just didn't stop in time, and right there was a defender to draw the contact and fall back, and that's a charge. It's a 4-0 lead for Farmington. St. Genevieve with the basketball. They feed it back door. Apt, off glass, good. Cuts into that Farmington lead as St. Genevieve's on the board, 4-2 with 5.40 left to go in the first quarter. To McKinney, she drives, drops it off down low, it's stolen away. Farmington not looking super clean on offense throughout this game so far. A number of turnovers to begin our contest for the Knights and missed shots as well. As there's a pass that's tipped right in front of us, and McKinney got a piece of it. 
and it will be Staffan inbound for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Both teams with two turnovers early. Staffan gets it back. He's on the wing right-hand side right in front of us. St. Genevieve sporting their green uniforms this evening. As we got a timeout from Jordana Walk-Robinson. Farmington wearing their white uniforms. 30-second timeout called by Jordana Walk-Robinson, fifth-year head coach of the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons. We'll step aside with her. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegra on Farmington and Jonathan Stephan in Deloche. 4-2, Farmington leads on KFMO. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kinnon at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. St. Genevieve with the basketball out of the timeout, trailing Farmington by two. A little more than five minutes to play in the first quarter. It's a 4-2 to two lead for the Knights. And a two versus seven matchup, Farmington the two seed. Shot doesn't go, offensive rebound. It's Kiki Asher, and she's fouled in the act of shooting. Two free throws coming for Kiki Asher, the 5'7 junior for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Mills called for the foul, first on her, second on Farmington. First free throw for Asher, high arcing, but doesn't get the friendly touch off the backboard as it caroms off the rim, no good. Asher, second try. That time it does get the friendly touch off the rim as it ricochets around and falls through. One point lead for Farmington. Four to three. They're up with five minutes to go in the quarter. And Sweeney will turn it over. I think she just dribbled it off her foot. In transition, here comes Hook. Passes to the low block. Kiki Asher fakes a shot, goes up with it. Doesn't go that time. Rebound grabbed by McKinney. Gets it to Sweeney in transition. Sweeney attacks from the wing right side. Lays it in with the, no, it rolls off the rim. I thought she had the easy layup. I don't know how that one kicked out. Uh, me neither, Sean. That was a textbook layup, too, and it just somehow fell off the front of the iron. Usually reliable, Skylar Sweeney. A turnover and a missed layup on back-to-back -back possessions. It's been a slow start for Farmington offensively. Four to three. St. Genevieve's out, or trailing by one. They've got the basketball. Huck with it for three, and the lead doesn't go. Offensive rebound, Staffin puts up a shot. That doesn't go either, and it's Farmington with the rebound. Grace Duncan comes away with it to Skylar Sweeney, and she will settle down in the half court and get it to McKinney. Wing left side, Madison Mills. Defender undercut the pass, but wasn't able to come away with it. A couple open passes for Farmington leads to Jade Roth. Again on the low block, laying it in for two more. She's got four, Farmington leads, six to three midway through the first quarter. Another good play by Jade Roth, or by Farmington, rather, to find Jade Roth as she has the height advantage down low, and that's where they went with it. Kiki Asher, shot doesn't go. Madison Mills there defensively. Rebound Farmington, outlet to Roth, who lays it in again. Roth with six, and it's an 8-3 lead as she's beginning to make her presence felt. In transition, Greminger has her pocket picked, and it's stolen away. Third turnover for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Grace Duncan comes up with it. To Madison Mills on the wing left-hand side. Up top for McKinney as Farmington will set up in the half court. Sweeney to Roth on the low block. Posting up her defender. Turns towards the baseline. Block from behind. Fight for the rebound in the corner. It's tipped out of bounds off of St. Genevieve last. It will be Farmington basketball leading 8-3 with 3.13 left to go in the first quarter. Get a couple of substitutions coming in for both sides. 
And even all the way up till now, players still rushing in for St. Genevieve as Jameson Kemper checks in along with Lexi Warren. Got a whistle and a foul. They're going to get Bryn Johnson, who checked in for Farmington, first on her. They get a foul on her as she was fighting for the rebound after the Miss LaCava shot. Inbound coming for St. Genevieve, and it's stolen away, but we got another foul. Who's this one on, though? I think it's on St. Gen. It is. They're going to get Chloe Staffen with the foul. That'll be her second. To inbound now is Anna McKinney. McKinney on perimeter. Mills, three, up off the back iron. Offensive rebound, Bryn Johnson. Back to Mills in that same spot. She doesn't take the open three this time. Gets it to McKinney, top of the key. To Johnson, to the low block. And we got a, a travel. And it's turned over as LaCava gives it up. Fourth turnover on the Farmington Knights. St. Genevieve trails by five. Eight to three, they're down. In transition, righty layup doesn't go. Offensive rebound put back up. That doesn't go either, but Staffan is fouled, and she'll go to the line for two free throws. Shelby Bowling called for the foul, her first. Free throw up, back iron at no. One of three as a team is St. Genevieve now. Chloe Staffen still at the line. Second free throw up and good. A one for two trip. Chloe Staffen not too dissimilar from Kiki Asher. They've been on the second of her two tries to go one for two as well. Eight to four. Farmington doubling up St. Genevieve in a low scoring first quarter. We've got two and a half left to go. Wing far side for Bryn Johnson. She tries to attack from perimeter. Nothing doing there. To LaCava. To the opposite block for Johnson. It's through her hands, but she's able to track it down in the corner. Pass up top. McKinney. Head big for three. Wing right side. Johnson pulls the trigger from downtown. It doesn't go. And we got a foul. And they're going to get LaCava. That'll be her first and the fifth on Farmington. All five fouls on different players for Farmington. No individuals in foul trouble. And St. Genevieve will inbound. It's Hook. She gets it in and gets it right back. Now she's pushing in transition with the numbers advantage. Outlet to Kemper, but she travels. She couldn't handle it cleanly. Missed opportunity for the St. Genevieve Dragons, who still trail 8-4 to four with 2.15 left to go in the first quarter. And that one's tough because that layup went in, too. And it's... Nullified by the travel. Wing left side. Tessa Mattis with it. To the opposite wing. Johnson. Bowling. Pass to the opposite wing. Through too much traffic. It's turned over. Fifth turnover on Farmington. But Skylar Sweeney picks the pocket of Hook. And steals it back for the Knights. Feed to the low block. Too high over the head of Abt. Or excuse me. Too high and over the head of Bowling. And it's out of bounds on the baseline. And St. Genevieve will take over on the sixth night turnover. A lot of chaotic basketball from both sides through the first few minutes of this game. We got a minute 50 left to go in the first quarter. It's an 8-4 to four lead for Farmington. As Kiki Asher returns to the floor, she's got a point so far on one of two shooting from the free throw line. Inbounds to the baseline and touched right back to the inbounder for St. Genevieve. Hook 
She turns on her defender, takes it down the left lane, lays it in off glass. Aiden Huck for two, and it's a two-point game, eight to six, with 90 seconds left to go. And we got a whistle and a blocking foul going on St. Genevieve. It's Huck who gets called for the foul, her first. And that'll put Bryn Johnson at the, at the line to shoot two. That would have been a good play for Caden Huck, but she slid the foot. Just a little bit, enough for the official to call it the blocking foul over the charge. First free throw up, a little short, but short enough as Johnson can't hit. Stays at eight to six with a minute and a half left to go as Farmington will run Grace Duncan and Jade Roth back out onto the court. Returning to the benches, LaCava and Bowling. Free throw for Bryn Johnson up. Good, nothing but net. She's got a point off the bench for Farmington now, and that stretches the lead to three, nine to six. St. Genevieve beats the full court pressure. Outlet down the court, shot up, good, and the foul. A chance for St. Genevieve to tie. And that's going to be the second on Grace Duncan. She's the foul, and that'll send Merklin to the line to shoot the and one. Merklin, free throw up and good. So she ties us up with a minute 26 left to go in the first quarter at nine all. We've seen some Cinderella's this year, most notably in the Central Christmas Tournament with Fredericktown as the sixth seed making a trip to the championship game. And the sixth and the seventh seed on the boys' side in Potosi and Hillsboro crashing the party as well. Let's see if we got one here in the MAAA Conference Tournament as Jade Roth turns baseline, lays it in. Now Not if Jade Roth has anything to say about it. <laughs> she's got eight of her team's 11, and Farmington's back out in front by two as they steal it away. Jade Roth with the steal, but it's stolen back by St. Genevieve. Huck has it. It's turnover number six on Farmington, or seven on Farmington, six on St. Gen. And we're going to get a, another turnover, 7 for St. Jen on a carry. Hey. A little miscommunication from St. Jen in transition. There was a player for St. Jen kind of hanging around midcourt where Aiden Huck was trying to take it and got in her way. you got to do two things, vacate or set a screen for her to get the ball handler off of her. She did neither of those things. It forced Huck to kind of turn towards midcourt and work down the midcourt stripe, and that's when she carried the basketball. Wing three doesn't go, Skylar Sweeney, Grace Duncan, offensive rebound. Back to Sweeney at the top of the key with 35 seconds to play, 11-9, Farmington with the lead in the basketball. To the wing far side, Bryn Johnson pulls the trigger. No, missing on the three, and it's Staffen with the rebound. Staffen gets it across midcourt where she's met by Skylar Sweeney and will pass it off for Huck. Huck facing a zone defense of the Farmington Knights, gets it into the corner, baseline drive, floater from about 16 feet out, Kiki Asher connects. We're tied up at 11 all with 10 seconds to go. Skylar Sweeney with it for Farmington. To Bryn Johnson, wing far side, back to Sweeney. To Grace Duncan, kicks it out to Johnson, feeds to Roth on the low block, stolen away by St. Genevieve. Much to the delight of Jordana Walk-Robinson, her St. Genevieve Dragons stand tall in the final seconds of the first quarter to keep this game tied up at 11-11. We'll take a break. Second quarter coming up when we return after this. You're listening to Campo's coverage of the MAAA Conference Tournament. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. 
Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. St. Genevieve, doing a great job spacing things out. They're on top of each other. The Tuck connects with Staffen. Now on a bounce to the elbow, and it's dipped and taken away. Jade Roth with the steal. And again, it was just St. Genevieve too congested on offense there. I mean, it makes it easy for the defenders when you don't have to go very far. They'll feed Roth on the low block. Easy money. Jade Roth turns, lays it in. She's got double digits already, not even a minute into the second quarter. She's five of six from the field, and her only miss was down low in a shot that was blocked. She is the game-leading scorer by a mile. Now on the far sideline, we got a foul. No, it's tipped out of bounds. They're going to say it's white basketball. That's Farmington wearing their white uniforms this evening. Farmington written across the front in a black lettering, matching the numbers on the uniform as well. Meanwhile, for St. Genevieve, white letters and numbers, St. Gen written across the front of the uniform, going with the nickname for the oldest settlement this side of the Mississippi as the pass into the baseline, tipped and out of bounds off of St. Genevieve. It's white letters and numbers with a white trim around the letters and numbers as well as Jameson Kemper returns to the floor for St. Genevieve. Farmington with the lead, 13-11, with 6.53 left to go in the second. The inbound pass stolen away. Ninth turnover on Farmington, but they force a jump ball, they'll get it back. So that'll be the 10th turnover on St. Genevieve. Both teams with a, a high volume of turnovers at this point of the game. We're only a minute 10 into the second quarter. Inbound, Jade Roth again off glass and good. She has been unstoppable when she gets the ball on the low block. And she seldom had to dribble or do anything with it as well. She's doing a great job of positioning herself as the outlet feed from St. Genevieve too far. It's their 11th turnover as they give it up on the baseline. Farmington Knights will get the basketball up 15-11 with six and a half to go in the second. McKinney crosses midcourt, passes to the wing left side for Mills. To the baseline, Jade Roth attacks the basket, kicks it out. Skylar Sweeney as she is quadruple teamed on the low block. To McKinney on the top of the key, drives left side, pass tipped out of bounds into the St. Genevieve bench. Last touch by Caden Huck. We haven't seen Farmington get into the offense that they would like to run as far as possession wise much in this one they've been able to get it inside to Roth when she's open and she's been able to put it in and that stops the offense now they also here's one inside that was knocked away it'll be turnover number 10 for Farmington it looks like 
seeing Genevieve throughout this game is just trying to deny the entry feed to Jade Ross, but she's too tall for any of the defenders that are on her as McKinney steals it away. She's pushing in transition, and she's fouled by Kemper. I like that foul from Jamison Kemper. It's about to be an easy lane for Anna McKinney for two points. Fowler, make her earn it at the free throw line. Maybe he steal a point or two here. And another thing, though, that the reason that it's been close, Sean, is because Farmington hasn't been able to get points off of the turnovers because they're turning it right back over. The first free throw misses. The 16-11 lead, as it actually it went through. Farmington out in front of St. Genevieve with six minutes left to go in the second. Second free throw comes up short for McKinney. So she goes one of two from the free throw line, but now she's on the board scoring with that first point. Lexi Warren in for St. Genevieve. She'll turn it over. It's McKinney with another steal. Skylar Sweeney gets it in the corner, but she has to pivot back out. Nothing doing offensively in the full court set. To Roth, who cuts to the basket and lays it in for two more. Jade Roth has 14. That's a good give and go. Roth had it at the wing, sent it to the elbow for Grace Duncan, cut to the cup and went right back to Roth, and she laid it in. This is kind of shaping up similar to the first matchup between St. Genevieve and Farmington this season as it's turned over by Merkland. Farmington and St. Gen, they played close through one quarter of play. It was after that. The pressure of the Farmington Knights got to the St. Genevieve Dragons. We're seeing it again. Jordana Walk-Robinson is seeing it again. She calls a timeout. It is a full timeout. We'll step aside with them. 18 to 11. The Farmington Knights begin the second quarter on a 7-0 run. 528 left to go here on AM 1240 KFMO. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Hi folks, this is Randy Hulsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. 18-11, Farmington out in front of St. Jen, five and a half to play in the second quarter, and it's the Farmington Knights with the basketball. Wing left side, Madison Mills gets it to Anna McKinney. As All-Star by Smashmouth began playing when this possession began. Mills gets the offensive rebound, but a jump ball forced by St. Jen as they take over. Trailing by 7, 18 to 11. This, game, this quarter rather began 11-11 between Farmington and St. Genevieve. Kemper gets it on a pass for Hook. Hook crosses over left to right, and will attack the right-hand side, getting it across the timeline. Kemper's in her area again. Again, St. Genevieve not doing a good job spacing things out. It's not going to matter. Hook dribbles it off her left leg out of bounds on the far sideline. It seems like right about midcourt, St. Jen's kind of standing watching, and then when, when St. Jen gets close to midcourt, it's just creating all this traffic between St. Genevieve players watching, Farmington players trying to make a play defensively, and that's where St. Jen's really struggled throughout late in the first quarter into the second. Yeah, earlier on in the first quarter, they were good with moving off the ball, and then we just see them after the couple of turnovers, it seems like maybe they kind of shut down, and they've turned the ball over 
on four straight possessions. They're now at 15 turnovers. That is St. Jen. Jade Roth has a double team ran at her. She finds Grace Duncan alone in the paint. Duncan crashes into a St. Genevieve Dragon and draws the foul. She'll go to the free throw line for two tries. The foul is on Jamison Kemper, her second, and the team's sixth. First one up and good. Second attempt is an air ball. And it's out of bounds on the baseline. St. Jen will take over, trailing by eight, 19 to 11. And that full court pressure from Farmington giving St. Genevieve fits as Staffan's got it. She's got to get across midcourt. She's close to running out of time, and she does get it across midcourt. Pass to Greminger in the corner, almost loses it, but gets it back up top for Hook. Or excuse me, that's Staffan. Corner right-hand side, Greminger, pass up top. Kemper just throws it back in play to keep it alive and takes a seat in the front row as she tumbles out of bounds. Now back to Kemper once again as she makes her way back into the play. Pass into the corner, tipped by Jade Roth, out of bounds off of her. It stays in St. Genevieve, but discombobulation is the best way I'd describe St. Genevieve's offense throughout the second quarter so far. I don't know if they've had a good look at the basket throughout this quarter. They haven't. They haven't even... I don't don't think they've even taken a shot in this quarter, Sean. Every time they've gotten into the offensive end, they turn it over. It's just been a struggle for St. Genevieve offensively as we approach the midway point of the second quarter. They trail 19 to 11 with 4.10 to go. Corner three, up, doesn't go. Madison Mills pulls the rebound down. It was Greminger who missed on that three. McKinney with an outlet to Grace Duncan, lobs it to Jade Roth on the low block. Kick to the corner, Skylar Sweeney from downtown. She'll hit the corner three. It's her fourth attempt to get the first triple of the contest on either side. And with that, Farmington really starting to pull away here. They lead 22 to 11 in a quarter that was tied up 11-11 when it began. St. Genevieve has it in the half court. Shot off glass, missed by Merklin. And it's going the other way as Farmington's got yet another rebound. The outlet for Skylar Sweeney to Duncan on the low block. Turns her shot just short. Asher with the rebound for the Dragons. Three and a half to go, second quarter. 22-11, Farmington leads still as we got a carry called by St. Genevieve. It's Chloe Staffan. That'll be turnover number 16 for St. Genevieve. Farmington has 10, and the Knights have just had one turnover in this quarter. 22-11, 3.20 left to go, second quarter. Six fouls aside, so free throws the rest of the way. Sweeney picks it up wing far side, gets it to... The top of the key for Bryn Johnson, who's back in. Now down low, Shelby Bowling. Shot doesn't go, and the rebound is grabbed by St. Genevieve. It's Chloe Staffan up the court as she crosses over right to left. Takes it to the left lane, right into Raylan LaCava, who's there defensively. The shot doesn't go. It's tipped out of bounds in the baseline off of Farmington. It will be St. Genevieve basketball, 2.56 to go in the second quarter. Still stuck at that 22-11 lead for Farmington as both teams hit a dry spell. St. Genevieve's dry spell has extended this entire quarter. They haven't scored here in the second. Wing far side, Lexi Warren passes it deeper into that side, into the corner. Reversed towards us, it's Kiki Asher from the baseline. That jumper doesn't go. Roth with another rebound. She'll work it up the far sideline and slow things down in the half court as she gets it to Sweeney at the logo. Wing left side, Madison Mills feeds it into the post. It's tipped before it gets to Jade Roth. She dives to try to keep it in bounds. I think she got a piece of it before diving after it, and that's why she did just that. And it will be St. Jen basketball, two and a half to go in the second quarter. Still trailing by 11, 22 to 11, your score. 
Hook gets it for Staffen. Back to Hook. Hook, one dribble to the middle of the court and across the timeline for Asher. Wing far side. Catch and shoot three. Warren, no. Tipped rebound, offensive rebound, put up and in by Chloe Staffen. He's got three, and there's the first points of the second quarter for St. Jen. It comes with 2.10 left to go in the frame. Wing far side, Bryn Johnson back up top, Skyler Sweeney. Sweeney back to the wing, this time even deeper, and it's corner three up for Bryn Johnson. It rims out. Offensive rebound, kick out. Skyler Sweeney from downtown, she connects. Skyler Sweeney has found her shooting touch. As she's got two threes for Farmington here in this quarter and has extended the night lead to 25-13, minute 40 left to go in the second. Sean, St. Genevieve has no answer for the full court pressure from Farmington. We didn't see a lot of the full court pressure from Farmington early in the first half, or first quarter rather, and they were playing man-to-man -man in the defensive end, and St. Gen was solving it. They switched into zone defense with the full court pressure, and St. Gen has only put up two points since the switch. Mike Reeves and I talked about this on Saturday. The full court pressure, sometimes it can be even more effective if you don't use it to start the game. You pull it out in the middle of the game at some point. That's what Farmington's done throughout this quarter as they've got it off that St. Genevieve turnover. Wing three left side, Madison Mills from downtown. And now they're also doing something they weren't doing in the first quarter. That's hitting three-point shots. It's a 28-13 lead opened up by Farmington as they force yet another turnover, but they give it right back on a miscommunication between Shelby Bowling and Grace Duncan. Bowling bounced it for Duncan. Duncan started to run up the court as if Bowling was just going to dribble it herself. That is 11 turnovers on Farmington. St. Genevieve has committed to 18. A lucky break for the Dragons as the ball is inbounded to Staffin. She'll get it to Hook. Back to Staffin. To the elbow. Asher. Turnaround Jay. No. Offensive rebound. Grabbed by Olivia Klump. Back to Asher. She dribbles to the right lane. Kicks it to the wing left side. Lexi Warren is there. And they'll reverse it around the perimeter into the corner for Klump. To Staffin. And Staffin drags her pivot foot, travels, turns it over. With 46 seconds to play in the second quarter, Farmington has a 28-13 lead and possession of the basketball. McKinney crosses the timeline and gets it to Grace Duncan. Back to Anna McKinney. Into the corner. Mills wants another three. Comes off the rim, tipped out of bounds on the baseline. And it's going to be off of Farmington last. It's St. Genevieve basketball with just a hair under 30 seconds to play in the second. They trail 28-13. Shelby Bowling trying to get that rebound. I think if she would have got it, it would have been called for over the bank. She just taps it out of bounds. Down the court goes Klump. And we got a whistle and a foul. Going to go against Klump. It's an offensive foul. Or no, they call it travel. Excuse me. Turnover number 20 for St. Gen. And again, it was a good first quarter for St. Jen. Defensively, they hung around with Farmington. Offensively, they weren't putting themselves in bad positions with turnovers. Different story in the second quarter so far. Mills to the low block for Bowling. Touches it for Duncan at the elbow. Attacks left lane, no. Rebound grabbed by St. Jen. It's Kiki Asher working up the court in a hurry. She crosses midcourt with 10. Lobs it wing far side for Hook. Loses the basketball. And it's picked up on the baseline by Grace Duncan with five to play. An outlet to Bryn Johnson. Catches it, shoots at the buzzer. It's short. And that takes us to halftime. A big quarter for Farmington as they outscore St. Genevieve in the frame 17 to 2. Bill Green State Bank halftime report comes your way next on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. 
Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978 for your auto, home, or business, is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. (laughs) Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, or dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Tosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Your score at the break, 28-13. to 13. Farmington with a huge haymaker of a second quarter to knock back the St. Genevieve Dragons as we welcome you into the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. I'm Sean Malone. That's Jared Pettis. It was a 17-2 second quarter for Farmington that propelled them to this lead that they've built at the break. As we'll start with stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Jade Roth has looked unstoppable on the court this afternoon into the evening. She's got 14 to lead all scorers. The only blemish, she's 0 for 1 on the free throw line when she got fouled on her first make of the game. Rest of the scoring for Farmington, Skylar Sweeney found her shooting touch from perimeter in the second quarter. She had two threes in that quarter to go with a two-pointer made in the first. She's got eight to be second in scoring on the game. And a bit of a drop-off after that. Madison Mills added a three late in the second quarter, and you've got one point from Anna McKinney, one from Bryn Johnson, one from Grace Duncan, all of them sit one of two from the free throw line meanwhile for the St. Genevieve Dragons you've got three points from Merklin three from Asher three from Staffin two for Hook and two for Apt that's all the scoring for the St. Genevieve Dragons and all but two of those points came in the first quarter where it was 11-11 all tied up all said and done brief peek at team stats three of five from the free throw line no threes made for St. Genevieve Farmington is three of seven from the free throw line they have made a trio of threes throughout this game all of them coming in the second quarter and for more team stats jared what'd you see that kind of tells the story of the game so far 
Uh, St. Genevieve turnovers, 21. Farmington just 11. That's the story of it. But St. Genevieve's not hitting shots when they get into the offensive territory, which was very, very limited in that second quarter. 5 of 20 from the field at 25%. Farmington, 38%, 11 of 29. From perimeter, Farmington is 25% at 3 of 12. St. Gen, 0 for 4. Free throw shooting, 3 of 5 for the Dragons, 3 of 7 for the Knights. So 60% for St. Gen. Farmington at 43%. Rebounding favoring Farmington, which is not good for St. Gen because they've shot less, meaning Farmington has more offensive rebounds as well. 14-12. Scoring from the bench, though, that does favor the Dragons. 3-1. Scoring by quarter, 11 all in the first. 17-2 Farmington in the second at half. 28-13. Knights leading the Dragons, the two seed over the t- of the, over the seven seed. Sam Sism Ford Lincoln bringing you those halftime stats. Check them out for your next car, truck, or SUV at SismFord.com or give them a phone call, 431-3177. We'll take a break, continue with more of the Belgrade State Bank halftime report. Preview the upcoming broadcast schedule, looking ahead to the rest of today and to tomorrow as well as we got an idea on some, or not tomorrow, excuse me, Thursday and Friday. We got an idea of one of the two games we'll see on each night. That's coming up here on the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. 28-13, Farmington out in front of St. Jen. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's the President's Day sales event all month long. Folks, we've got inventory that we haven't had in a long time. 3,500 duallys in stock, 2,500 heavy duties gas and diesel in stock. Jeep Cherokees, rebates up to $5,500. Jeep Grand Cherokees, rebates up to $4,500. Big selection, so come see us. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans Mobility App allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal Mobility App in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go- Pressure is given. Kemper got it. She had room to run with the basketball. She just had to continue her dribble, and she didn't, and I think she stopped with the thought of, wait, 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 what am I supposed to be doing here? They're about to apply full-court pressure, but they weren't. Foul on St. Jen. It's Abigail Merkel in her second. And the team's fourth with a minute 34 to go in the third. Farmington to inbound. They get it in to Jade Roth. Shot up. And again, Jade Roth lays it in for two more. She's got 19. The Golden Goose continues to produce golden eggs for Farmington, resulting in two points apiece. Pass to the post, tipped, taken away. Farmington with it off another turnover from St. Jen. 52-15, the lead for the Knights. Wing near side, Bryn Johnson up top, McKinney. McKinney drives the left lane, kicks it back out. Johnson, pump fake for three, drives the basket, and gets tripped up and fouled. I believe it's going to go against Jamison Kemper. Yes, it will. That'll be her third. It's the fifth against St. Jen. And Farmington's Anna McKinney will inbound. As Merklin, who has had the tough task of defending Jade Roth, 
will be subbed out in place of Asher. Shot for Duncan, doesn't go. Asher Roth competing for the rebound. Advantage, Jade Roth, she comes up with it. Touched around to Grace Duncan, who draws the blocking foul. Sixth foul on St. Genevieve as they get Jameson Kemper. That's the fourth on Kemper. Free throws the rest of the way for Farmington. McKinney gets it in to Bryn Johnson. Corner three, up and good. Johnson from downtown. And Farmington with a big third quarter, similar to the second. They have built themselves a lead of 55 to 15. Wing far side, Staffan's got it. Bounces just inside the free throw line. Turn around shot, Kemper hits. First field goal for St. Jen of the quarter. They've got four total in the frame. Farmington, they're up 55 to 17 now. Lead of 38 late in the third quarter. We got 20 seconds to go. Mills works it back on perimeter and get it to Grace Duncan at the free throw line. Above head pass to Johnson. Pump fake for three. Up top, top of the key, it's McKinney. Back to Johnson, touches it to the elbow. Duncan puts up a shot and connects. Duncan with an eight-point third quarter as the midcourt heave for St. Jen comes up short, takes us to the end of the third. 57-17, Farmington all over St. Genevieve as we head to the fourth quarter. You're listening to the MAAA Conference Tournament on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO, Park Hill. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishon on Benham Street in Bon Terre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. February comes in with hearts all aflutter, but sometimes you feel like your love life's in the gutter. Your car makes weird noises or the heater won't work. When it comes down to it, it's really a jerk. Ashley Sism here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. And we want to help you break up with your trade today. Are you feeling stuck in a rut with your current ride? It's time to upgrade to a new set of wheels. Shop us this month. We have plenty of deals. At Sam Sism Ford, we understand that not all love stories have a happy ending. Maybe your credit was bad when you purchased your ride, and now your rate is so high you'd just like to cry. Break up with bad credit and high interest, too. We'll play Cupid with lenders to find the best option for you. Make that trade an X and hook up with a car or truck you'll love for the rest. Find your perfect match this February. Hurry in to Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or check us out online at SismFord.com. Credit requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for offer details. Start of the fourth quarter. Chloe Staffen gets fouled by Farmington as they go deep into their bench. She hits one of two from the free throw line. So at least during this quarter for St. Genevieve, we won't be talking about how many minutes it'll take for them to get their first point as they force a turnover on Farmington. Now they're pushing up the court with Staffen. Picks up her dribble, kicks it to the top of the key. Dropped off for Warren, who will get it back out for Greminger. Reminger drives, lobs it to the wing far side. Staffen to the low block. Shot up. Good. Kiki Asher with the baseline jumper. 
57-20 your score running clock here in the fourth quarter so we're already down to six and a half left to go in the fourth it's a 57-20 lead for farmington we talked about whether or not they could continue their play in the second quarter into the third as the knights turn it over st genevieve's asher pushing in transition after the steal they had a 17-2 second quarter to outscore St. Jen. Three from the top of the key. Doesn't go for the Dragons. Turnaround shot. Foul. Kemper going to the free throw line. You want to follow that up with a 29-4 third quarter for Farmington. Just utter dominance in the second and third quarter for the Knights. Absolutely. I, I honestly think the only bad part of the game so far today for the Knights was that first quarter. Not that it was bad. It's just that they weren't in a defensive positioning to shut down St. Jen like they were in the second and third and offensively everyone not named jade roth just couldn't shoot i mean M mills sweeney were both trying their luck for three and neither of them could get anything to go until the second quarter as the free throw is hit by kemper and it's a 57 21 lead swing far side towards us burek turns it over it's kemper with it Kemper, by the way, on that trip, went one for two. Wing far side, Staffen, back up top for Hook, back to Staffen again. She fakes the three, dribbles with the left hand to the elbow, top of the key. Hook from downtown, banks not open as it doesn't go off glass. Offensive rebound, Greminger, and she'll lay it in. 57-23, your score, five minutes to play, fourth quarter. Wing in front of us, it's Burek with it. Swung to the far side, Casamatis, and tipped out of bounds on the far sideline. It will stay with Farmington, leading 57-23, under five minutes to go, running clock in the fourth quarter. And now they're going to call a foul. They got Huck with her fourth, and that is the seventh on St. Jen, so that puts Carissa Casamatis on the free throw line for a one-and-one one free throws. They're brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for glasses, contacts, and suitable eye health since 1966. J.C. Jarvis checks in as LaCava heads to the bench. Free throw up for Casamatis. Short, and the rebound is grabbed by Burek, and that keeps it with Farmington. She gets it back, pulls the trigger, wing far side. No. Kept alive by J.C. Jarvis as she crashes into the steps here in the corner at Mineral Area College, and she'll get it back in that corner eventually and then get fouled as Kemper, diving for the basketball, took out her legs. And Jarvis comes up laughing. She took a beating on that possession. Yeah. I mean, you talk about crashing into the steps. She came up laughing with some of the Farmington fans over there. She barely gets back in the court, wasn't ready for the pass. It caromed off of her. And then Jameson Kemper fouls her immediately <laughs> after that. She just checked into the game as well. It's almost like being caught between a rock and a hard place. She's playing full court basketball out there, unfortunately <laughs> for her. Nobody notified her of that. But with all that, she gets rewarded with a trip to the free throw line. So she'll see if she can get her name on the scoring sheets. First free throw up, doesn't go. Offensive rebound grab by Burek. Back to her at the top of the key. And she hands it off on the weave. Farmington above head pass towards us. Bounce to the low block. Backdoor feed for Shelby Bowling. Her baseline jumper doesn't go. That was a pretty impressive pass with the needle threaded by Carissa Casamatis there, but Bowling couldn't get it to go. 57-23, under three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It's Farmington with the lead still as they force a turnover on St. Jen. Casamatis has it. Gets it to Burek. 
Burek top of the key for now into the corner and back to Burek right in front of us. She'll drive with the left hand, kick to the wing far side. Jarvis from downtown, doesn't go. Rebound grabbed by St. Jen. That's Autumn Werner with it for Greminger. Greminger across the timeline to the top of the key, Staffen. Swing left hand side, Greminger tipped in, out of bounds off of Farmington. It stays with St. Jen. 57-23, they trail Farmington. Running clock, we've got 2.15 to go in the fourth. Checking in for Farmington is Raylan LaCava. She'll replace Shelby Bowling. Inbound to the top of the key. Staffen has it. Couple dribbles with the left hand to the wing far side, Buat. Pass down low, Merklin threw her hands out of bounds on the baseline, minute 45 to play. Farmington takes over, leading 57-23. And that's turnover number 31 for St. Jen in this one. It's just been a great game defensively from Farmington. And if they can bring this level of play against Central, I guarantee you, it won't be a 30-point differential when it's all said and done. Now, they'll still have to win in the next round against West County and move on. And that's assuming West County beats Potosi, who's not bad themselves. A lot of question marks as to who will Farmington will be facing and who Central could be facing if they win their game against North County. But like you said, if Farmington plays this way, and they face Central in that championship game, it'll be a whole lot closer than what we saw earlier this year. Or be at the third place game. And keep in mind, North County That's true. is going to face off against Central in their semifinals. Wing far side, Jarvis has it towards us. Burek drives, kicks to Jarvis. Three from downtown on the far side wing, and Jarvis gets it. 40 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. It's the Farmington Knights with a 60 to 23 point lead as it's bounced on the low block by St. Jen. Up top, Warren. She'll back out to the logo and pass it off to her left. To the low block, tipped out of bounds on the baseline as Farmington will take over. Trying to feed Bree Apt, or Ava Apt, excuse me. Farmington dribbling up the court, working it across midcourt to the wing far side, JC Jarvis. Wing to wing feed to the near side wing, Burek. And passed up top. To the far side, Jarvis with six seconds to go. Farmington just kind of touching around. We'll see if they take a final shot here. LaCava's got it up top. Three, no. And that takes us to the final. 60 to 23. Dominance from Farmington from the second quarter on. As they punch their ticket to the semifinals, they will face off against the winner of our next contest. West County and Potosi, the three versus six. Farmington has won four in a row. They go to 18-3 and three on the season. St. Genevieve falls to 7-9 and nine on the year. We'll take a break. In between games report, coming up next on KFMO. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this spring, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? 
<laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. 